Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, thanks for being back and um, we hope everyone is doing well. Um, yeah, so again on another episode because we're, Quay and I were like, oh man, in our like pre-recorded, we like introduce ourselves and then we're always yeah. introducing ourselves again. So we're like, uh, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Um, what's a fun fact about you Bruce, that people don't know? Um... Ooh, putting me on the spot. Okay. My favorite color is actually pink. Um, my favorite fruit is watermelon. Um, orange is too flavorful for me sometimes. So I always have to be careful what kind of orange I have. Um, I am iffy about grapes. So why am I talking about fruit? Ooh, grapes. Um, you eat frozen cherries though. And I think that's interesting. Who? You, you have, remember you gave me frozen cherries one time when you made me and me and Nico breakfast? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, Nico likes frozen cherries. Frozen fruit's always good to have like for smoothies. I've been mm -hmm. obsessed lately with apples and uh, peanut butter. And I've Ooh, been buying yeah. like premium apples that cost $11. <laughs> Treat yourself, self-care through apples, okay. So they're like my delicacy right now. Um, <laughs> I, I would have guessed your favorite color was pink. You would have? Yeah. Okay. Well, you you like know me, know me. So I think also I give up, I do give off that pink vibe. Vibes, yeah. Um... I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm pretty basic. What is, uh, what is your go-to Starbucks order then? Oh, um, well, I never go to Starbucks too often, but I do love the ice caramel macchiatos. Ooh. They're just super creamy and yummy. You can get it like dairy-free instead, which I, I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, I what? love cook. What, like, if someone who hasn't been listening to the podcast, like, wants to know something about us, and they just are tuning in today, right now, what should we tell them? So, if you're just tuning in, my name is Grace, um, <laughs> and I come from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Gulf Bay First Nation. I have a son, a husband, and expecting a little girl, which is so exciting. Um, and I used to be a curler. I know like, like for those who don't know me, they're shocked when I say like, I used to curl. True. I knew you as a curler though. So I'm not, I'm not shocked. No. <laughs> We're just like both not impressed. It's like, you're trying to find something new out about me. But you're yeah. so unimpressed because you do know everything. Not shocked. I was um, about to be like, my skin gets really dry in winter. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm shocked though about that. Um, if you're just listening to the podcast, 
My name is Quizant. Everyone calls me Quay. I grew up in Northern Ontario, like Grace, Garden River First Nation. I did spend some time in Ottawa, though. I, as well, was a former varsity athlete and played basketball. Um, no one's pretty shocked about that because I'm 5'10", and they're like, this girl must have played something. So, <laughs> and I've been pretty career-driven after I graduated. Like, all my life, I wanted to be a manager of anything. My, uh, not anything, of something. Like, I wanted to be a... Uh, my internal mind was always like, well, when I'm the CEO of this, when I'm the director of this, so then the, like one of the first steps was always like, hey, I have to manage something. And then my life goal was always to be the CEO of something. So I think that I can say, Grace, if you're comfortable with it, I'm the CEO of this podcast. So I'm living my dream. <laughs> living my dream. And I have a nephew. I talk about my date sometimes on this podcast, but not too often because because we all like our own privacy. Yeah. I find when we're going through things, so that means like if you're going through like an early start of a relationship and you don't know mm-hmm. how it's going to like end, the same thing if we're going through like a struggle, we don't share the struggle we're going through. We rather kind of get through it and then maybe open up about it. Um, so but- yeah. Um, but I can do some check-ins if you want to check in with me. Sure, Clay. So I think I told this story before on the podcast where this person I, well, did I tell the story about the, I went on this Bumble date that was really awful? Uh, like, is it the one where you like got really done up and then went to the car and he didn't say anything? <laughs> no, but there was, there was one where I, okay, just a little recap. I... I'm on a dating app and I went on a date with this guy and we went to the, he lied about his height. Uh, okay. So he lied about his height and then he lied about a bunch of stuff and I was, and then he asked me out again and I said, yeah, you can tell me, okay, I don't care about kids. Like you can have kids. I love kids. But he said something like he, and I, he asked me on a date and I said, yeah, you can take me on a date when you tell me why you lied about having kids. And then he unmatched me. But then just recently, I was like, well, I'm glad the trash took itself out. And then recently, he came back on the app and was like, sent me a message and said, oh, my God, I'm so glad I found you. My app got deleted on me somehow. And I'm like, no, your girl found it and made you delete it. Wow. <laughs> that's what really happened, bro. Um, so that's what's been happening uh for my little dating life you 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 shared some big news last week and that's the news I can share myself so my further oh keep going no no my my further check-in is that I'm spending some time right now up in Garden River I am so blessed to have some time with my nephew we've been playing outside and like you know how kids always want to have fun they don't want to stop having fun mm-hmm. I remembered that because we were we were I was pulling him in the sled and I was running and I was running up and down the road and like not not twirling him but like putting the sled string like in a snake so he would like move too and like he's laughing 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 and then I'm tired I'm like okay 
are you done? Let's go inside. And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I take him again. And then when I get tired, I'm like, okay, are you done now? No. And I'm like, okay, no, I have to be in control. <laughs> or like, I need to trick him somehow, not even like being in control. I need to trick him. I'm getting tired. So I started to walk and I did that a bunch of times. And then again, I'm like, do you want to go inside now? No. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I remember now how kids like just don't want to stop having fun. And yeah. That's fine. So later today, like I think after we get off this, we're going to go and look for um skates and like see if he can wants to learn how to skate or like like maybe him and his um parentals will go do that or something yeah yeah, we're gonna go look for more fun outdoor stuff so I don't have to be running up and down the road all the time (laughs) that's so cute though um I've been doing good I've had a relaxing weekend um for anyone watching Netflix uh maybe you guys know that the season four of Ozark came out and that's what we've been watching um so we're on the very last episode and then I apparently just found out yesterday that there's a part two of season four so it's not completely over and that's kind of exciting so um yeah I've just been like relaxing um I went and picked up like a stroller today because like now that I've already like been through it once and I was like had a baby shower that Luckily, I like was given a lot of things, mm-hmm. gifted a lot of things. I now know like what I need and then what I wish I had. So okay. I've been like on marketplace and like trying to get things for like free or for like cheap. Um, and yeah, luckily one of my neighbors, she just had a baby in July mm-hmm. and she's a baby girl too. So it's like perfect. So, um, so she's been giving me a lot of things and she just brought over the other day, like one of those big pregnancy pillows. So it's like a huge body pillow, but it's like a C kind of. So I like my head's on one part and then the, it goes around my back and then it goes between my legs and it's pretty like sturdy. Like it's like another human in our bed. For some reason, I thought it did the other way where the sea was around you and you put your belly over the pillow. Well, <clears throat> I'm sure they have pillows like that too. I do, when I do flip around, I do, like my belly doesn't go on the pillow because it's like too high. But I, I pretty much just like, I'm like cuddling this pillow. So right, that was pretty like heavenly and nice. Um that I have like this new pillow and yeah I can get expensive eh well when I bought one for Nico when I was pregnant with Nico it was a hundred bucks yeah and then I just like I'm like how crazy of me I just threw it in my shed not even in a bag or anything so I threw it out like last summer because it was like all gross um because we had like raccoons living in there but I I just feel like a total like like literally I feel like a mama bear like I'm in in just like hibernation in the winter I don't go anywhere other than working and like picking Nico up from school and I just like go back home and I'm just growing this baby and then come spring like pop it out and enjoy my summer you are yeah because when um 
my nephew's mom was pregnant with him I had to pick up a pregnancy pillow for her because they were like yeah 100 bucks and then my other friend had just given birth my friend Brittany had given birth and she had it up for grabs yeah (sighs) yeah they're pricey Mm -hmm. um I haven't been really watching anything on Netflix my friend um I made a new friend so my friend has shown me this show called Atlanta made by that rapper Childish Gambino and I like think Childish Gambino even watched on Disney is like so witty like his rap is like one of the things that makes me laugh about it is his rap one of his raps was like girls drop it like the Nasdaq and like I think it's so funny for some reason but anyways I've been watching that show lately Atlanta and it's kind of um it's not it's not appropriate for anyone under the age of 18 I think or 16 because it has like it's a surrounding around a, a rapper but if anyone else thinks that he's funny or brilliant or you like community then I suggest you tune in and give it a try oh I will check it Did out. Did you ever watch either community? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I've been watching quite, I think you might like it. Um, mm-hmm. I've been watching recently, like just the past few days, I am Georgina and it's about Cristiano Ronaldo's wife. Like wow. it's all about her. So it's like her story. Like she never, um, like she wasn't famous and she used to work at a Gucci store She's working at a Gucci store and then she met Cristiano literally when she walked out of work. And then now they're like, they're not married, but they like have kids and whatnot. And I've been learning about Cristiano Ronaldo. Apparently he's the most followed, followed male on Instagram or person. I don't know, but definitely male. And so he had a kid when he was like 25, I think, with like just some... Per, like it was a one night stand in like America here. And when the baby was born, he like this like woman like reached out through his agent and whatnot. And they had to do a DNA test and it was positive. And he, pay, I don't know like what place she was in, but he paid her like all this money and then has kept her like identity like a secret. And like he raises, like he's raised like the baby since it was born like himself Mm -hmm. I remember that and then so then he met um his wife Georgina or his girlfriend wife Georgina Mm -hmm. like seven years later but then he also had a set of twins by surrogate yeah no that's what I remember I think because I remember he's he was in the news a couple times about like having kids without a partner yeah, but honestly, I think he would have made that decision around the time he met his wife. And then it was probably in the process of like happening already. Like maybe like that person was already pregnant. But listening to him in that documentary, he's not in it too often, but he said he always wanted a big family. And mm-hmm. if his if his son was already that he was raising on his own was already seven, he was like, you kind of want to have them closer in age, right? And if you're able, like, financially, so he, just, he just did it on his own and then met his, like, his wife. And then now she's raising all the kids. So, like, there's kind of no, like, you know, um, other, like, relationships 
than just the one. So in a way, I kind of well, get it, but. I, I'm going to watch it. I totally would like it. But I also think that like he probably had other relationships that he just didn't put into the media like he did this one that was his wife. We just don't know about them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I kind of like, I like have like a bit of respect for them now. They seem like really happy. And I didn't know like about his girlfriend or wife at all. So it was pretty Me cool. Either. Yeah. I saw him and Kylie Jenner on a post that said, you're not ugly. You, you're, you're just not rich. And then I saw them as like younger than it has them now and how they're both like very aesthetically pleasing but it's also yeah. because of like procedures yeah and I thought that was funny yeah but he's like the number one no he's not the number one athlete that's Serena Williams what is he he's like pre- a pretty high up there athlete day eh? well he's like they say he's like the best soccer player of all time all time I'm pretty sure wow I know he's like he's big time and he's pretty old to still be good like he's 36 and normally they like they're done at like 30 or something so and I have respect for him too because he said like because his son apparently is the oldest is um you know like a good soccer player too and so he's like kind of following in his footsteps but Ronaldo was like you know being like a professional athlete it's not just the the training days that I go to or like the training hours like it's a 24-hour job he's like I'm constantly like you know working on myself mentally and physically 24 hours a day and that's what Ben was saying he's like yeah Ronaldo's Mm -hmm. like like that's why he's so good is because he's like takes it very seriously right remember do you remember like I think the date had passed too where like since Kobe's anniversary of dying and Kobe was always in the gym and I remember when and he was pretty great and I remember when Drake had made that song that was like um what is it where he like just he come he commented on Vanessa trying to get half of his money but she came back like you his line was like you're not with me shooting in the gym like like Kobe made all that hard work but Vanessa was like he's I'm not with him shooting in the gym because I'm at home taking care of our family and setting it up so he can be in the gym working on his craft so don't come at me saying I'm not an equal partner in this relationship and I think that's like probably the same about um Christian Ronaldo being able to always work on himself even if it's like through meditation or like becoming a better person or whatever like he's able to because of that strong partnership totally that's what I think about all these things all yeah. these big partners well you kind of need like either you're like by yourself or you're with someone who supports you that you can do more uh like you can put more on your plate you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah so like that's that's what I've been watching on Netflix um and then also like my 90 day fiance I've been doing which a lot one? Of- oh, like all of them <clears throat> I so I was like I just realized I you could download Discovery Plus on Amazon like a month ago and then I haven't had live TV for like two years so I watched like two years worth of like every 90 day fiance 
show they've had since then. So why didn't you tell me and we could be watching a season together? Um, well, I mean, there's still seasons going on right now that it comes out every Friday and then another one comes out every Sunday. Cause I was, I got hooked on 90 day fiance when they were doing the 90 day fiance Caribbean. Oh yeah. I didn't watch that one yet. Oh yes, But I'll tune in with you on one season when you get to the next one. Like I'll, I'll join you. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, but let's get, is that all for our check-in? I think so. Yeah. Um, before we get into our topic, our topic today is how to deal with the haters. Just kidding. Our, our topic is how to deal with um, our friends who are confused with the trucker convoy and still who are confused with vaccines. Because mm. <laughs> me and Grace take a pretty good stance, a pretty hard stance on getting them. But we're also very aware and open that you know, you might have concerns, you might have, um, like, fear, and we're, we hold space for that, but also saying, please, like, educate yourself and dive further into, like, the research so you feel comfortable making that decision, and we and Grace feel that getting the vaccines helps our community stay safer, because I take the stance in it as in like it's going to reduce the transmission like it's going to reduce my infection period and because I got it we got it over Christmas Mm -hmm. and it's going to be less severe and it was and I'm really grateful um but yeah did you have anything to add to that like I think I think I didn't mean to speak for both of us I think um I don't know there's so much information on the internet and social media, and it could be either true or like, or false. Like there's, you know, fake news and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like we were just following like what we've been told, like through the news and through all that. But um, what it kind of really hit me was when I was at my like obstetrician, like the OB, like the pregnancy doctor's office, and he's like, did you get like your booster yet? And I'm like, no. And he's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous to just get like a booster and the flu shot and get all these like vaccines at once. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, if anything, get the booster. And I was like, got it. Like right. to just hear it right from him yeah. um, made me like, you know, I'm like, okay, this is like uh, a well-known like doctor in his field who liked who, um, you know, specializes in like pregnancies and babies. And I'm like, I take his word for it. Mm-hmm. And I really like how you had your doubts, but you went to a, a medical professional mm-hmm. and you presented them and he helped you and guide you and advised you. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't just listen to the media, listen to like the news. You did your own. You did, you went direct. Yeah. 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 But to all like, cause I mean, I feel like everyone knows someone who is hesitant. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I've always been fair, like pretty neutral, like a neutral person that I get why they're hesitant. Like it's new, like I get it, but it's like, there's also facts to like why you should get it that I think there's more facts 
to get it than to not get it. So, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, every medication has side effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have three tips that we want to tell you on how to deal with the haters. Um, and it's basically like listening to their core concern. And like we were saying, like, we understand why people are fearful. We were the primary, for Indigenous people, we were the primary population that the government was testing on with like Indian hospitals and like tuberculosis. So like, we get why it's scary as an Indigenous person to all of a sudden trust this new thing. And like, it's only available to the vulnerable sector. And now we're considered vulnerable and now they want to help and put us first. We're like, whoa, should we trust it? We get that fear. Yeah. And then like our next so you we can empathize you can empathize empathize with your friends colleagues but another one is like validating their truths in their argument like they don't understand people don't might not understand why you get the vaccine and then you still get covid oh that is a concern yeah i agree that's a concern but the vaccine never said they were going to do that yeah so like when you look at vaccines, yeah, I'm going to get something to protect me from hep B, but that doesn't mean my body doesn't process hep B. Like if I were to get hep B before I go or hep A, when I go to, you get that shot before you go to the Bahamas, so you can drink the water and you don't get diarrhea. That doesn't mean you, your that doesn't mean like your body doesn't get it. That just means your body can fight it off. Yeah. And so like, that's the same thing with this. And it, it does suck, like, uh, the argument where people are like, well, why are we allowed to keep getting it? No, I agree with you. Like, why? But then yeah. why is because it keeps mutating. So it's like, it's validated that, like, yeah, that's concerning. And then I think, like, our last tip would be, like, decide if it's even a conversation worth having. And I think that's where, like, Sometimes, Grace, I think you navigate things more well. You can navigate that better than I ever can. Like, you, I am always in awe of, of how you protect your energy. And you're like, okay, hey, no, I'm not going to waste my positive energy and, like, be in this negative space with this, or this argumentative space with this person who's going to drain my energy today. And you're like, no, nope, we're having the conversation. Yeah. Um, how do you do that? <clears throat> how do I do that? Well, I was just thinking, like, I mean, to any of, like, our Indigenous listeners, you know, we don't have to educate them on, like, our history or traumas or things like that. That's not our job to do. It's also not our job to get in, because it's it's now turning into, like, it's not really a conversation, I feel. Mm -hmm. With a lot of people, it's, like, debates. And I'm just, like, I, you know, I can have a conversation about why. I got it and why I felt comfortable, but I can't like convince you if you're so, you know, so the other Mm -hmm. way that it's like, why even try? So, um, and then it just gets into a debate of like, why would you get it? And, and it's like, you never want to put anyone down, like even to the ones who aren't getting it, like, I never want to put you down for not getting it. Um, because I, I understand that there's fears and like concerns regarding it that, you know, and we're also like, 
maybe the people you're not having those proper debates or conversations with are educated enough or doctors or experts to give you the correct information. Um, so, I mean, we all have reasons why we got it. And I think they're good reasons. We wanna protect um, our family members or our vulnerable ones. Um, I got it to like not get myself so sick during pregnancy. And hopefully that this baby got some antibodies from it too, um, because this isn't going away. And yeah. I feel like we, we, that was just it. Like we just like got straight to it and had the facts. But you were asking me a couple of questions before we got, before we started recording um, about like what's really concerning right now with our friends who do support like the, the trucker convoys who are talking about the mandate for oh, supply yeah. chain and stuff. So I, I think we're like, I don't want to give too much time to this, but I think we also talked about it when we talked about a couple like last season and in, uh, in our podcast where remember we were talking about the, the owner of Chick-fil-A, the corporation Chick-fil-A was like, or Chick-a-fil, Chick-fil-a. Anyways, you know, you know the one they were talking for about McDonald's? how, what? For McDonald's? No, the, the line Chick, Chick-a-fil. Oh, Chick oh, like Chick, F-I-L dash A. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, is that it? It has to be that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be that. Um, we were talking about it last episode, last season, where we, we said that they donate to, we like, we like chicken, we like fast food, but we found out that they w donated as a corporation to anti-gay, um, anti-LGBTQ oh, yeah. plus organization. Mm -hmm. And we were like, don't eat there. And then we found out that they stopped, but then we found out the CEO still donates a large portion to the same orgs. And we're like, okay, now we can't eat there again. The same thing happened when um, these people were combating the mandate or against the mandate, um, but at the, the core of it, they were also um, really white, white supremacists and we're like, okay, we can't, you can't support that. Yeah, you can be against having them, you can have your views Mm -hmm. about not having the mandate but unfortunately the U.S. and other countries have made laws and policies on imports that like if unless you're vaccinated you can't enter or like you have different guidelines to follow and so Canada was like okay we'll have them too so it's a I think it's a bigger conversation and for truckers to talk about amongst themselves with their own policies because if you're, and also I think if you're touching my goods, I want you to have a vaccine. Yeah. I don't true. want you to be more infectious. I don't want you to have a longer infection period as you're touching and moving stuff that I'm going to buy. Mm -hmm. Like you should be triple vaccinated. Um, and if you cross the border into states that are more lax, like countries that are more lax and come back here for sure, I want you to have other guidelines. Yeah. And if you don't want to do that, find a new profession yeah that might be not what someone wants to hear and like if someone said to me Quay you have to sit down for eight hours of the day to work at this admin job 
okay, do I love my job enough? Yeah, I'm not going to go stomp to Parliament saying that I should have the right to get up and leave my desk, which is not even the same because it's like, I'm trying to find a parallel and there's there's no parallel. Yeah. People, yeah. But but we were talking about how confusing it, it was before, eh? Yeah. Um, do you want to tell? You want me to tell you why I'm concerned about it, though? Yeah, tell me. Okay, so this trucker convoy actually scares me because I feel like truck truckers and the people who do do them, they do do a great job commuting, transporting gas, and stuff like that. But unfortunately, who is on the highway of tears? Who is on our highways? Truckers. And unfortunately, that's the reality. Unfortunately, growing up in Garden River, we're on the main, we're on a main highway. I was told as a young girl growing up to not go on the highway, to not go on. And if I have to cross the highway to go see my two friends who live on the highway, if this trucker tries to stop or and invite you in or to talk to you or to ask you for directions, do not approach them and run to the closest house. So that's why I'm like, this is scary because that and it could yeah that that truth that has followed it and that truth about like yeah that too so like that's why I'm scared of it that's why I'm frustrated with it because I'm like why did I grow up this way and have to be fearful of these types of people yeah are you and now they're white supremacists because of like the main like for what they believe in and that they're in packs and people are supporting it yeah that the like that mob mentality in the pack and that they raise so many so much money in such a short amount of time yeah that's what's scary to me Mm -hmm. I know I know thinking about your community it's right by that highway so you would have like there's houses that are closer to the highway yeah there's houses on the highway and one of my friends, she told me that when we were growing up, a truck did pull, trucks did pull over in front of her house. And then once they had tried to invite her and her sister to come over and see them. So like, creepy. it's creepy. No grown man should be pulling over and yelling at young women in that region. It's, yeah. So that's, that's my reality. Yeah. So does this relate to also, I know you wrote the Terry Fox. Oh, this is to do with Terry Fox. My question and how, so guys, we have like notes on a Google sheet where we're like things we want to talk about. I guess it does relate to Terry Fox because they did deface the Terry Fox statue and yeah. used it in their like scheme of things and propaganda. And also were like used the, oh, you know the unnamed soldier memorial in parliament that's like a acknowledgement to all of the soldiers who fought and like who weren't id'd or like it's something more complex than that that's a very baseline thing that i i meant to talk to them about they like were disrespectful and to those two monuments but i'm like i think we and you have more of a tie because like you have a terry fox statue in Thunder bay and like how much we learned about it growing up yeah um I know <clears throat> that is very sad um I was telling Quay before this and I'm some listeners you know may 
relate um, about just like being being informed about everything that's happening. And I do think it's so important to be informed. Um, and I'm so glad like Kuwait is informed, but sometimes it takes me a while to catch up on things that are happening that are really bad because we're just like, we're overloaded with like things that are happening all the time. So I'm like, I'm not fully informed, but I like understand, okay, this, these trucker protests are happening. And I just heard about the Terry Fox, like in a post my sister made today because we're from Thunder Bay. But yes, like that's kind of like where I stand on it. It's just like sometimes in Instagram, I just like, I don't know, mentally can't take the news right now. But I'm glad, um, you know, if this is your first time hearing about it, I'm glad you're hearing about it. And I'm glad Quay has informed us. I also am glad, Grace, that. I think right now in your life and your in your job right now is to carry a baby is like always to keep your mind positive and because you can get really sad over all this stuff in the news about everything happening and yeah you I think there's like a teaching of it we're supposed to be like positive good energy around like while you're doing that hard work of making a child mm -hmm. so it's understandable and even if you're not it's understandable where you're like, y'all, the, the world is fucked. Canada yeah. is fucked. I don't want to have to deal with it every day. Yeah. I remember like when I was younger, um, I was like, I'm going to start like watching the news every night. And I watch the news and I'm like, I'm terrified by what is happening in my city. Like, <laughs> so I stopped watching the news. Or what you were telling me earlier about, um, what's going to happen in Russia if they start to fight or invade is like it could be a nuclear war and then I was like oh my anxiety started when I learned about nuclear bombs <laughs> my anxiety started I know it's like I mean sometimes information's good but sometimes too much information just yeah. stresses you out so <laughs> so we understand you guys if you just need to stay sane stay off social media only watch the news a little bit yeah and we hope that everyone i think that wraps up our episode and we just hope that everyone for the next couple of weeks can stay safe stay sane and maintain <laughs> stay safe and maintain um, <laughs> yeah thanks all for tuning in and we'll see y'all next week toodaloo So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.